don't think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. This is Optimus Primer Button, leader of the auto part junkies. And I'm calling on all auto parts junkies to listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on Tan Talk. This is Optimus Primer Button. If you don't tune in, it will be the end of the world. Hey, this is Ted Nugent. Hi, this is Jay Leno. Hi, everybody. This is David Hobbs. Hi, this is Bob Marshall. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla. Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney. Hi, this is Robert Yates. Hey, this is Lou Santiago. I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo. Hi, this is Janet. Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Gravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne Carini. This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti. This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Bondron. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Daryl Starbird. Hi, this is Fort Hickok. Hi, this is Ed Iskandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, Sports fans, this is Peter Brock here. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. My program seizes the phone line of whoever's tracing me and jams their modem so they can't hang up. Now the hunted becomes the hunter. Woo! Better luck next time. Slugheads. Bang! Gone! I am invincible! Was it good for you too? Retro rockets firing. Entry in 
12 minutes. It will burn up somewhere over the Atlantic. Deal with it. She changed the access codes. Then she can fix it. Go ahead. Shoot him. He means nothing to me. I can do it! I can break her codes. Then get on with it! Skulls, I'm broadcasting. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker from Counting Cars out here in Las Vegas, and I love listening to nostalgic radio and cars, and you better listen to them too. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Gulfstream Motorsports, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. If you missed any of our past shows, be sure and check out our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you can hear all 200 and, what do we have now, 67 shows, right? In the last five years. We've just had our five-year anniversary back in May. I think we're doing pretty good. And we're celebrating all year long. And we're celebrating all year long. Speaking of celebrating, what are we celebrating? 
Oh, yeah. You know what? Let me tell you about a number of events that are going to take place. <laughs> Celebrating. Let's see. Would this be the, the at the end of the month, the Clearwater, no, no, Bright House, oh, no, Clearwater, no, Bright House, Clearwater Superboat Races. Did I say it right? Bright House 2015 Clearwater Superboat National Championship. That's it. That's what I was trying to say. See, my son always helps me out there. Thanks, Bobby. Festival. Festival, <laughs> yes. Okay, so that is the 25th, 26th, and 27th. Friday night, the 25th, is Blast Friday. Huge parade. All the boats are going to be in town. It's going to be incredible. There's going to be food. There's going to be entertainment. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. Now, the next day, the next day on the 25th, okay, no, 26th, 26th, right, Bobby? 26th. We will have our inaugural Superboat and Supercar car show. Now, we, this is going to be kind of an invite only because what we decided to do is we're going to kind of like walk. We're going to take baby steps, okay? We're going to do a very, very nice show. It's going to be downtown, actually at the bottom of the hill there where Moz Brothers used to be, okay, over by the tennis courts. And it's going to be on a lawn. sound effects tonight. And uh, what was that? Say Bobby's that having fun with our sound effects tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is. Anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to have this car show. Now, we're going to have between 25 to 35, maybe more cars. But we're going to have a combination. We're going to have some Ferraris. We're going to have some Lamborghinis. We're going to have Porsches. We're going to have some Corvettes, probably some Aston Martins, maybe a McLaren. And we're going to have some Shelbys there. We're going to have some vintage cars there. We might have some really cool, like we, one of the cars we're working on is a replica of a 1970 Hammy Sublime Green, okay, courtesy of our good friends down at uh, PJ's Auto World right here in downtown Clearwater. We're also thinking about having, of course, this is a kind of a super boats and super car thing, so it's going to be kind of speed related. We're going to have have our friend from St. Peter's, or from Sarasota, he's going to bring up a vintage replica of a 19... Mid-teens, early 20s speedster. So Bob's going to bring one of those really cool pieces up. We're going to probably have the Herbie car is going to maybe make an appearance here. And uh, we're going to do a little tribute to Dean Jones, who just passed away this week. Okay, we're looking forward to having the Herbie car because everybody, at least my generation, remembers a Herbie car. Okay, so that's what's going on at the end of the month. But also simultaneously going on out in California is the Porsche Rensport Reunion. That's going to take place at Laguna Seca. That's also the 25th, actually 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th. Okay. And then, of course, on Sunday the 27th is the boat races in on Clearwater Beach, okay? So what we will do, we will probably have some passes, maybe not VIP passes. Well, maybe we will have some VIP passes. We're going to have some special passes for that we're going to give away. We're going to have some call-ins, and what those passes will allow you to do is get out on the end of the pier so you have, like, front row seats, basically, since there's no seats out there on the pier. It'll be uh, right up front, right where the boats go by, okay? Because it's I think it's a one-mile course oval course that they're going to be running out in Clearwater Beach. Is that it, Bobby? Is that what it was last year? Was it one mile or two mile? Oh, no, uh, take back. I think it was four miles, wasn't it? I believe so. I, we yes. have to check on that. Two miles out, two miles back in, plus the turns. Okay. And also, it will allow you to go to the VIP party uh, on Friday night at uh, Blast Friday downtown at the um, at the marina down there on um, where the... What do I call it? I keep think, forgetting the name of uh, where the little event's going to take place. I keep saying Moz Brothers, but, you know, there's a lot Base of... Star Race Village. Base Star Race Village. That's it. Okay. So, anyway, so that'll be the VIP passes for that. That'll allow you to get some food and entertainment. And then Saturday night, there's also a VIP party at Shepherd's, I think, down in Clearwater Beach. And then Sunday is the VIP party at the Aqualea down in Clearwater Beach, not to mention, which is a great view up there, by the way. And, of course, these allow you to get out on a pier. Okay, so that's what's going on the, the end of the month. 
Okay, and of course, I think the third Saturday of the month, the DuPont Registry will have their cars and coffee over at the DuPont headquarters off Almerton Road. You've got the uh, Steak and Shake, or Steak and Shake, the Quaker Steak and Lube Show. <laughs> Bobby's giggling. I get everything mixed up. Uh, hey, you know what the thing about radio is? Is that uh, there's no do-overs. Whatever I say goes, okay? So it's live. Anyway, so they got the Quaker Steak and Lube on Thursday. we got Biff Burger on Friday. But if you go to the all-new Speed Culture app... Dot com, the website, you will be able to find all the upcoming shows and events that are going to take place in the southeast and probably around the world. Now, you heard us talking about this uh, a number of times on past shows. My good, good buddy Jeffy and I are working on this app, and it's called Speed Culture App. And what it is, basically, we have a website, but we have a phone app. Now, how many times have you been to a car show? Or you've been somewhere in some town and you've said, gee whiz, you know, I'd like to do a car show or maybe a motorcycle event or maybe a boating event. How do I find out about it? Well, unless you're from that town and unless you're kind of in the know and you go know about some of the shows, it's difficult to find out. But what if you had at your fingertip disposal a device in your hand? I think it's called a phone, a smartphone, right, Bobby? Is that what it's called? And you could just basically Google, okay, you could go speedcultureapp.com, Google that, and say, hey, look, I'm here in Clearwater, or I'm in Dallas, Texas, or I'm in, you know, Rockford, Illinois, or I might be someplace in Montana, Butte, Montana, and I want to find out if there's a car show going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sundays. So basically what you do is you scroll it up, you say you're in Montana, it basically geographically, via satellite, locates you and tells you within 3.5 miles on such and such date is this event, between 20 miles there is such and such event on that event, or that day, and it basically simplifies it so anybody can find any event. Now, also on this app, <laughs> on this app, you'll be able to sit there and pull up news feeds. You're going to hear our radio show. And as we build this thing out, we're going to constantly expand on it. You're going to have, we're going to have advertisers on there. We're going to have uh, a classified section so you'll be able to buy and sell parts. And it'll be kind of like a little community. You'll be able to kind of like uh, do kind of like a little Facebook thing. Am I explaining this thing right, Bobby? That is true. So, um, you will have it. You will have a social media. A social media uh, uh, venue is that what you would call it, or what would you call social it? Social media. Um, escapes All right, dead too. air escapes you too. Aha! Yep. See, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we will have a social media platform. Platform. That's the word. Okay. That so will what, be on the app and the uh, website as well. Okay, so this and thing... And you'll be getting it from Google Play Store and eventually the Apple App Store. Okay, so what we're doing right now is we're basically slowly telling people about it because as we get this thing built out and as we get advertisers and as we get users, we will do our launch at SEMA in a month and a half during the first week of November in Las Vegas at the SEMA event. Now, uh, if you heard, we're listening to the beginning of the show, we had uh, Danny Coker who has been on our show before, who's coming back, uh, who does the TV show Counting Cars. Actually, this is the first time I've actually sat in the studio. We have the History Channel on, and Counting Cars is actually on TV. Normally when the guys do the show here, not necessarily me, but let's just say other people, they're either watching Fox News or they might be watching sports or something like that. This is the first time I actually feel complimented because there's a car TV show on, so that's pretty cool. Anyways, You're welcome. I'm working. Thank you, Bobby. Courtesy of Bobby. He managed to arrange that for me. Also, let's see. What is today's Tuesday? So a big shout-out to our friends at Rib Shack down in downtown Largo. Okay. What's the number, Bobby? 501 Is that it? You bet. For some of the smokinest barbecue in Largo and in Pinellas County. And also, don't forget, if you like really groovy Italian food, cool pizza, probably some of the finest and the best and the most well-prepared pizza in Pinellas County, our friends at Belladore's Pizza. 
And their number is 581-5000. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? It was a 581-5000. Make sure I said that right. 581-5000. I believe that's what. I should know that it's programmed into my phone because every Sunday night we religiously go there. Now, this past and week. And don't forget, restore Habitat for Humanity of Pinellas. Oh, yeah. If you're fixing an old house or fixing your own house, don't forget uh, Habitat for Humanity's Restore. Go say hi to our good buddy, Glenn. They're on the corner of 49th Street and Elmerton Road. They are at 13... Or 13355 49th Street North, Clearwater, Florida, and their phone number is 727-209-2199. Right, and of course, if you're tuned into our radio show, you'll notice that we always have our trusty banner behind us, our Nostalgic Radio and Cars banner with this mighty 1957 Thunderbird gasser on her. And that goes, that shout-out goes to my good friend Dougie at the sign shop. His number is 727-392-4852. That's 727-392-4852. And, Dougie, if you're listening, we need another banner because in three weeks we're going to have this amazing car show in downtown Clearwater. And we got a Largo parade coming up, and we need a banner for the other side of the truck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the Christmas parade. So, anyway, let me tell you what we did this weekend. This past weekend, what we did is there was a number of events taking place, but one in particular was the Dream Cars Weekend in uh, Orlando. Okay, And a couple of weeks ago we had Tara Bush on, and Tara Bush is the organizer of the Dream Cars Weekend. And it was a pretty cool event. What, would I, what I liked about it, it was kind of laid back. Now, last year, they had three events going on at the same time in Orlando because she did it last year for the first time. That was her inaugural event. And uh, this year, she decided to do it again. But she kind of learned from the first one that let's just kind of keep it simple, okay? K-I-S-S, keep it simple. Buddy, K-I-S-B. And uh, because last year, they had uh, the World, uh, Disney World, what's that racetrack called, called over there, Bobby? At Disney World? What's it called? Disney I Test Track? No, no, not the Test Track. The World Ra- the Race, the Oval Track that's over there the, where the Richard Petty. Well, Disney Petty- World Speedway. That's it. That's it. Where they have the Richard Petty experience. Okay. We had the Mustang. The National Mustang or Grand National Mustang event was taking place over there. And uh, it was really, 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 really warm. Okay. And, uh, of course, then she had her event over at the Coronado Hotel. And then there was two other events going on simultaneously. So it was kind of like an overload. So uh, this year she had the event, and she had it at the Dolphin uh, Hotel, which is, I guess, the Walt Disney Dolphin Resorts. That's at Dolphin Resorts, okay? And it was actually pretty nice. She had about, oh, I'd say 150, 200 cars there. And it was a good mix. There were some Shelbys. There were some vintage cars. There were some Corvettes. There were some Camaros. Uh, there was a number of really, really cool cars. There was some street rods. There were some trucks. There were some motorcycles. But it was really, really nice because this year they had it laid out, special parking lot. And uh, so there was a lot of people there. So they had great music. They had a DJ there. So it went over very, very well. And also she had some vendors there. And she had vendor booths there. So there was a number of people there that were representing their products. And I was talking to Tara, and uh, this is one thing that, you know, a lot of people don't really realize how much effort really goes into organizing a car show, you know. In fact, one of the things I was going to do today is I was going to bring a list of some of the do's and don'ts, you know, come of the car show etiquette. But we'll save that for another show. But anyway, so when I was talking to Tara, I said, you know what, how many people do you help organizing you here with this event? She goes, well, basically I have myself, uh, my boyfriend, and my two daughters. And she says, what I believe in is keeping it simple. In other words, having it well-organized, well-orchestrated at the very beginning. And then that way, you know, everybody knows what the rules and regulations are. So it's real simple. The cars come in. They park. If the event starts at 10 o'clock and it closes at 4, everybody stays the whole duration. Nobody leaves early. If you get a prime spot, 
You're obviously a kind of a focal point, your car, for example, so you definitely don't want to leave early. Cruise in slowly and cruise out casually, you know. I mean, just kind of be cool about the whole thing. But the way she had this thing run this year was very, very nice. I mean, it was it ran very, very smooth. People were happy. The, the parking lot was actually kind of cool because there was some trees around it, so it was actually kind of a, you know, had some shaded area and you had some open sun area for those people that are sun lovers and so forth. So overall, it was a pretty good uh, pretty good event. So my uh, a big shout-out to Tara Bush for putting on the Dream Car Weekend. Now, back to the vendors. While we were over there at the vendors, uh, we got a chance to kind of mingle with the crowd a little bit, and there was a number of people there with various products, and there was people there that were selling, which was kind of cool. Um, this thing that I thought was kind of neat is just like mini jump box device and eventually we'll have those people on our show and we'll probably talk about it because the first time i saw one of those was about uh, six months ago when we were at another event and somebody's car broke down and they had to jump start it and they came up with this they pulled out this little thing that looked like a cell phone basically and it is basically had like 450 500 amps and it jump started a dead car so i thought wow that's amazing so i started doing a little homework on it and there's a number of those products on the market. So they were actually kind of cool. So we'll get into that. But there was people there from insurance companies. There was people there from car care products. And one particular car care product that kind of caught my attention was a product that was called Splat Bug Removal. And uh, what was interesting about that particular product was is that you know how we guys in Florida have a real big problem with love bugs, okay? They're kind of like twice a year we have this seasonal issue. So I had an ch- opportunity to talk to a couple people that were uh, representatives of the company. Well, this evening, I'm delighted to welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars the general manager, Ed Engels, and the marketing director, Tracy Rents in Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And basically, they're going to sit here and tell us a little bit about their amazing products, flat bug remover and car care products. Ed, are you there? Hey, Robert. How are you this evening? How are you doing? Ed, I want to welcome you to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And now you are the general manager of Splat Bug Remover and Car Care Products, correct? And Tracy, you are the marketing director for Splat Bug Remover, correct? And Car Care Products. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Okay. You were gracious enough to give me uh, some samples at the uh, at the show and I had the opportunity to try those out this weekend. So, and I will tell you that I was pretty impressed with it. So, tell us a little bit how the whole thing, how the whole product line came about, and a little bit about your background as well. Well, my background is uh, has uh, a lot to do with cars, just uh, from being an enthusiast for thirty years. And uh, during that time, I've struggled with dealing with bugs on cars and uh, caring for my cars. Uh, I ran into a, a product that a gentleman made, that, and he did. He distributed it only locally. Um, sorry. And that, uh, I was able to obtain the rights to that product, and that's uh, Splat Buggering Over, and that's what we are now taking nationally. That's a product that uh, we were had at the show. Okay. It's an all-natural, 100% biodegradable product that uh, basically uh, takes the approach to bug removal on your vehicle different uh, a different approach than what most people have taken. Most people try to dissolve the bug. What our chemist did was, you know, formulated a product that releases the bond that causes the bug to stick to the car. He doesn't care about the chemical, uh, you know, the bug makeup itself that will cause it to stick to the car. So you spray this product on the, the bug, the remains of them, and it releases the bond, and they wipe right off the car. Now, that's interesting. You say it releases the bond. So kind of explain to me uh, and our listeners how that process takes place, because that's kind of, it sounds scientific, it sounds complicated, but it's probably real simple. Well, it is real simple. Uh, the bug that hits the car and dries on your car, causing a very tight bond. Uh, you know, it's almost like glue stuck to your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
what Splat does is it soaks into the bug. You want to apply this product when the bug is dry, and it soaks into the bug, and then the product releases or loosens the bond that causes it to stick, and the bugs simply wipe off, or you can wash them off at a car wash with pressure wash feature without ever touching the car. Interesting. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay, like, for example, sometimes if you don't get a bug off, and, and, you, and I want you to kind of emphasize how important it is to use this product, okay, is if you don't get the bug off within a certain period of time, what actually happens to the paint on your car? Well, bugs often, many bugs have uh, acid in them, and when you, the bug splats onto the car, it will actually etch the paint if you don't get it off quickly enough. Most manufacturers recommend that you get the bug off within 24 hours of it hitting the car, otherwise it connects to the paint. Okay. Our product is not a solvent of any kind, so it won't even take the wax off your car. Oh, really? Yes. You also have another product that's called, that's a sap remover. Now, is that a similar chemical? Does it work in the same process, or because sap is a little bit different chemically than a bug, basically? I mean, does it, uh, it has a different reaction, correct? Yeah, the uh, tar and tree sap remover that we have is is a solvent. It will remove the wax from your car, and it will uh, dissolve the tar and the tree sap on the car. It also works well on, if you had a sticker on your car or anything like that, it will remove that sticky material. So it is not formulated like flat bug remover in the fact that it... Uh, breaks the bond, this here actually dissolves the tar and the tree sap or the glue. Okay. So that's interesting. So it actually removes not only tar and sap, but also, like you said, stickers, because if somebody's got their, let's say, the back of the car all loaded up with decals, and then suddenly they want to sell their car and they want to make it look nice, obviously there's going to be uh, residue on there from where the decals was, and this cleans that pro- this product cleans that uh, that sticker residue off, correct? That's correct. We, we just released that product uh, this past week, and... About three weeks ago, when I got the first bit of the product in from our chemist, I actually went to our marketing director, Tracy, here uh-huh. with a uh, pea-sized glob of pine tree sap and rubbed it in her hand. Yes, he did. And then I used four drops of our tar tar and tree sap remover, and it removed all that off her hand. I trust him again. You trust him again. Okay, now let's go back to the bug splat remover. What I thought was kind of interesting is you really don't have to use much. You can use that very sparingly, and it, and it works very effectively. Correct. You you can spray it on just the area of the car that has the bug. You just wait two minutes, and the bugs wipe right off. It is important that the, the bug be dry, is dry, so that it'll absorb the product. And then you wait two minutes. Uh, and the bugs literally releases the bond that causes them to stick, so they wipe right off. If the car is wet or the bugs are already wet, the product will work, but it doesn't work as effectively. You have to try to get the, the bug to absorb the product in order to release the bond. Okay. Now, let's say I've had bugs on my car, and I'm traveling. I'm three weeks out, and so three weeks have gone by, and let's say by the time I get around to cleaning my car, uh, let's say six weeks has gone by. So if the bugs have been on my car for six weeks... How effective is the uh, bug splat bug remover? Uh, the you know splat bug remover will work on any bug. We've left them on for a very long time, uh, months, and it still works just as effectively as a, if a bug has been on there for a very short time, a matter of a few days. Uh, the big issue with leaving the bug on, as we talked about before, is that you can damage your paint. So you really want to get them off as quickly as possible. Okay. Now, you have some other car care products. One in particular that you gave me that I actually liked was, and it's not car care product 
specific, but what it is, it's actually you have this uh, very high concentrated soap, and you just take a little bit of it, like a little smidgen of it, and it pretty much cleans every speck of grease off your hands. Tell us about that product. Well, that's a product we call Atomic Blast Hand Cleaner. It's a powdered hand cleaner. It's all natural, 100% biodegradable. Anyone who works on cars uh, has trouble getting uh, the grease off their hands. Uh, I've been a mechanic for over 30 years, and one of the problems I always had was I would wind up grabbing something that was pretty nasty, uh, a turpentine or something like that that was in the shop to get the really tough stuff off my hands, and it would dry my hands out, leaving them uh, sore at times. Uh, this product doesn't do that. It, it'll easily remove the uh, toughest of grease and oil from your hands. Uh, even uh, diesel soot uh, cleans right off quite easily with a very small amount of this product and leaves your hands uh, very moist feeling and not dried out. Give me some prices on that, and I'll tell you what I liked about it. I drive a wrecker every once in a while, or I'm I'm on the road, and I might be at a junkyard or something like that. What I like about this is, really, you can keep this in your glove box, and if you have access to a little bit of water, it works amazingly well. And so it's almost like a little travel kit. And then also the bug splat remover, that comes in kind of like a travel kit as well, right? Yeah, we have a travel size for the uh, splat bug remover. Uh, we also have an 8-ounce uh, of the Atomic Blast hand cleaner and a... 14 ounce. The amount that you use of the atomic blast hand cleaner is very, very small amount. You wet your hands, pick up a small amount of this, rub it into the palm of your hand, it'll turn into a, a cleaner, a soap, and uh, clean your hands right off. Both of them, the, like the eight ounce bottle, will do about, it'll clean your hands about 150 times. So give us some prices on this product. The, uh, the Splat Bug Remover 24 ounce bottle is. Twelve ninety nine on our website, and uh, the Atomic Blast uh, hand cleaner. The eight ounce is fifteen fifteen dollars, and the fourteen ounce is twenty four dollars. And if people want to find out more about the product, where do they go? Go to splatbugremover.com, and you'll see our products on there in a link to our Atomic Blast site as well. Excellent. Now, you have another product that we looked at there that you gave me a sample of, and tell us about the little towel that you gave me. Well, we have a uh, what we call our uh, splat uh, polishing and wiping cloth. Uh, that is a microfiber cloth that's made of nylon and rayon, and the fibers that are in there are 200 times smaller than a human hair. These are bound together in a random pattern, and they make an incredibly uh, tough cloth. The, the cloths are 16 inches square, and we demonstrate them by trying to tear them apart. And I will use all my strength trying to rip one apart, snatching on it, and you cannot tear them. They are reusable. We throw them in the wash, wash them. We've washed them over 100 times. Uh, just don't use bleach or fabric softener. And uh, they, will, they uh, do an incredible job cleaning windows, glass, stainless steel, um, you know, they, you can wash windows in glass completely lint-free and spot-free by just using water. You simply put the, the cloth in clear water, wring it out as hard as you possibly can, and then clean the window or the, the uh, mirror, and it will dry completely spot-free. When, when it's dirty, you throw it in the wash, 
and uh, reuse it over and over and over again. A lot of guys that use them like them on motorcycles because they clean stainless steel and the chrome surfaces so well. Um, when you combine our splat bug remover product with this cloth, uh, it cleans incredibly well. Uh, in particular, on, on motorcycles, you guys have a lot of trouble with that, or on chrome grills and that type of stuff. Well, one of the demonstrations that we tried was uh, we made it wet, we wrung it out, and it worked out perfect on a front windshield, you know, on the inside, because typically, you know, you're in there cleaning the windshield and you got water dripping all over the place. That thing worked excellent for that. So uh, that's uh, that's an amazing product. Now, you have two other products that we kind of saw a little bit. You have a, a windshield washer additive. Tell us about that. Yeah, it, you know, one of the big problems with uh, driving down the road is you get a bug that's, that hits your windshield at 70 miles an hour, and now it's right in front of your vision. You don't dare turn on the windshield wipers because it'll just smear it all over the place. We, our chemist came up with an additive that you put directly into your uh, windshield washer reservoir. And when the bug hits the windshield, you simply turn on your sprayers and then turn on your wipers. And as long as the bug isn't dry, it will clean the bug right off while you're driving down the road. It is not designed to... to take dried bugs off so you don't want to hit the wipers first and smear it because it dries very quickly and then you then you got a problem okay now what other car care products we got about a minute left so what other products do you have you have uh, i think we covered just about everything there's another one that you're working on that's kind of like a rust preventative we, we have that product uh perfected and it's ready to be released we'll be releasing that on performance television performance tv which is a national tv show and at SEMA here in uh, November, it is a two-part uh, product that when mixed 50-50 uh, creates a water-like product that is almost clear. It loves rust, and it will penetrate into bare steel by uh, up to two mils. Um, on rust, you, you don't have to clean the rust or, or, or grind it down if you don't want to. It'll go right over the rust and it'll seep its way through rust and penetrate deep down into rusty areas like seams on your car or areas where you can't get in behind. Uh, if you're restoring a car and you have panels with support braces on the inside, you can knock all the rust off and try to protect them, but you can't get behind there. This product will actually seep down into all of those places you can't reach and seal the uh, surface so that rust stops right where it is and cannot uh, progress any further. That sounds excellent. Well, Ed and uh, Tracy, I want to thank you very much for coming on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Why don't you go ahead and plug your website one more time? Flatbugremover.com. You can uh, find our products there and links to Atomic Blast and so on as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, I want to thank my special guest this evening, the general manager for Splat Bug Remover and Car Care Products and his marketing manager, Tracy. So, Ed and Tracy, thank you very much for coming on Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and hopefully, more than likely, we will see you at some of the future car shows. Very good. All right, you guys take care. You have a good evening. All right, thank you very much. Good luck with your product. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, it's uh, time to uh, drop the needle in the groove, as they say, and I think we're going to play a little retro music here from the 80s And uh, because our next guest coming on in a few minutes is probably of that generation. And if you remember the hit TV show Miami Vice, this was a song done by Russ Ballard, and it's called Voices, and sometimes I hear voices. Thank you for tuning in to Nostalgia Radio Car. Don't touch that dial. Don't forget to check out 
Splat Bug Remover and Car Care Products. Our good friends, Ed Engels and Tracy Rents. Check out the website, Bug Splat Remover. Try the product. I've used it. It works.
This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire, host of Car Crazy Television, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and I'm still watching uh, Counting Cars. I guess it's a season premiere. Anyway, hey, our next guest is a car guy, too. Not only is he a car guy, he's a car collector, he's a car restorer, he races Trans Am cars, and he's the owner of Classic Tube. All you guys should be familiar with the name Classic Tube because, like me and many, or myself, rather, and many other guys, you always have to put brake lines on your car. You always got to put fuel lines on your car. So who are you going to call? You're going to call Classic Tube. Hey, I want to welcome to the show Paul Fix. Paul, are you there? Yep. Hey, Robert. How are you? Pretty good. So uh, tell us about Classic Tube. Well, uh started business in 1989. Uh, I saw a need in the collector car market uh, for replacement tubing. Uh, I was restoring a 66 Shelby GT350 at uh, the time while I was in college. And uh, I said, geez, you know, I need to replace this tubing. Um, sent some up and said, you know what, some other guys are probably going to need this as well. Put an ad in Hemmings Motor News, the the old car Bible that I'm sure everybody knows about. And um, the rest is kind of history. <laughs> the phone rang off the hook, and here we are 26 years later, uh, bending up tubes for, for anything, uh, from the 30s to the present, from Ferraris to Corvettes, you name it. You do now. Take us through the process a little bit. How do like if you're doing a car? Let's just say you're doing a 1965 Mustang or Shelby. You know, and what do you? you let's say you have nothing. How do you? How do you start from scratch? I mean, do you have to build a jig? Do you have to find an original one and then kind of make a template off of it? How does it work? Well, our process is either through blueprints uh, through the big three or something that is um, uh, difficult to come by. People would send in their original patterns. You know, they might be rusty or might be missing a fitting or something like that. And or they send in a template. <clears throat> could be coat hanger wire. Could be a welding rod. Could be a, a whole host of different types of patterns. And then we would duplicate that uh, for the customer. Uh, but I mean, we have thirty to forty thousand patterns. 
So the likelihood is that you don't need to make a pattern unless you're doing a street rod. You're doing a, you know, a resto mod uh, or something like that. Uh, we have all the patterns in stock and, uh, and ready to go. We make everything right in Buffalo, New York. Made in America, correct? Absolutely. I go to great lengths to uh, find all of our raw materials uh, U.S. made specifically. Um, the easy way out and the cheap way out might be to go overseas, but uh, I, I can't sleep at night doing that. Um, just for the sake of uh, profit. So, uh, you know, we search out the best tubing uh, and fittings and all our raw materials from U.S. manufacturers. That's excellent. So now only are you, people can buy that part and put it on the car with pride because knowing that there's integrity and workmanship and American manufacturing involved in it. And you know what? I have to tell you, there's my big kudos to you for that because, unfortunately, like a lot of other products that are available on the market, unfortunately, people sometimes don't have a choice, but they have to go to, as they call it, let's see, uh, import parts to restore their classic cars, which that kind of hurts my my feelings a little bit. How about you? Uh, well, absolutely. I, as a secondary business, uh, I restore Mustangs and Shelbys um, and do quite a few of them. Uh, fix Motorsports is the name of uh, that company. And just like you, I have to source out certain items that aren't available anymore unless you're going to buy NOS and, uh, you know, troll the Internet for NOS parts, which are difficult to come by. Sometimes you, you have to settle for something that is comes from overseas. And, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't fit right most of the time. Um, so, that, you know, it, it hurts the overall restoration quality when you have to settle for something that isn't uh, the best. Now, you happen to be up at uh, SAC 40. We're all up there at the Poconos for the National Shelby Convention, the 40th. And uh, you had a 66 Shelby up there, and I think you won silver on that. So congratulations to you, right? Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, I had a uh, uh, sapphire blue, white stripe, four-speed 66 GT350 uh, that uh, we restored. And uh, one silver, I think <laughs> by about three or four points, we missed gold, uh, but easy stuff to, to fix. And uh, we had a great time up there. Judging was very, very stiff. Uh, so uh, it was, I, I'm very happy with, with what we got for that car, for sure. Excellent. That's good. Now, I know you're a racer, too. Did you get a chance to do any track time while you are up there at the Poconos? No, we got there a little late, and of course, when the rain set in, I think all track activities were over at uh, at Pocono, but it uh, looks like everybody had a great time on the infield road course that was set up for both the uh, SVRA, the Sports Car Vintage Racing Association, and the Shelby Club uh, open track sessions, and it looked like they had a ton of fun up there. Well, now, uh, just for our listeners, um, your lovely bride is uh, Lauren Fix, the car coach. So, and she's an active racer as well. And she's out in Montana, and you're where? Are you in Buffalo? Is that where you're at right now? Well, yeah, I'm holding down the hometown fort. Yeah, holding down the <laughs> fort. <laughs> so, uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your racing background because both you guys are fairly active in that, and I think your youngins are getting into it too now a little bit, from what I understand, right? Your son. 
yeah, both both of the kids have been to Skip Barber Racing School. Um, I, you know, there's no substitute for having that type of training, regardless of whether you're going to go racing or not. It te- teaches you so many visual and uh, uh, visual cues on what you can use on the road. It's fantastic. And both both our kids are, in you know, my opinion, are great uh, drivers. So, um, yeah, both Lauren and I, we started out racing when when uh, even before we got married, um, and uh, started to teach BMW and Porsche schools. Uh, we went to uh, vintage racing into the nineties. So we were running an old Mustang and a Shelby in the vintage racing all over the East Coast. And then in 2000, uh, I decided to go uh, to the Trans Am Series, which is still alive and well, celebrating 50 years of um, the longest operating uh, series in North America as far as road racing goes. Started life in 1966, I think. I believe the first race was at Sebring, yeah, uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, so next year will be uh, 50 years and uh, 12 races this year. Uh, we've got four races left to go. So what do you drive in uh, Trans Am this year? So uh, I'm in the, uh, the fastest group. There's three groups this season, uh, and we've had some very full fields. I drive a Corvette. Uh, it's a it's a Riley and Scott uh, chromoly tube frame, carbon fiber body, 358 cubic inch, putting out about 845 horse, and that's run through a Hewland five speed transmission, so no clutch upshift or downshift, and a traditional H pattern, and. Uh, last race we were at uh, was Road America, Wisconsin, the longest racetrack in the United States at, at just four miles. And uh, we were geared for 187 down the back straight. And uh, I was on the rev limiter just before the braking point. So um, very fast, capable cars, about 2,500 pounds. And uh, they are just a blast to drive. Now, we've got a few minutes left, so um, it's funny you mentioned that. Four point, actually, somebody said it was 4.1 miles, if you want to get technical on the Road America. Right. But, <laughs> but, the, uh, but, but Sebring, if I remember correctly, back in the day, wasn't that nearly a five-mile course, the original track? It was, yeah, as it went through all the barracks and all the little uh, yeah. roads around the, the airport runway and so forth, that was a long course. and. Well, the concrete. There's still a bunch of concrete there. Yeah, for part of the uh, old tarmac. A lot of pavement change. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great track. We we uh, we were there earlier this season, and uh, are they going to are they going to have a celebration race if it's the 50 year and that was one of the first races? Yeah, we were just at a meeting recently uh, about all the things that they're going to do about celebrating the 50-year history of the Trans Am series. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of that. Uh, so, you know, stay tuned for all you road race lovers. You know, the, the Trans Am is going to put on a real splash and a real show next year for 50 years. 
Excellent. Now, to go back to your Corvette and the Trans M cars, the Trans M car is set up a little bit differently than, let's say, like your regular IMSA GT car or ALMS car, correct? Uh, well, yeah, it differs from the the Pratt & Miller, the factory Corvette that you would see in IMSA competition, mm-hmm. uh, where that has to uh, have, that's built to a specific stringent uh, rule set uh, made uh, so that it can race worldwide in FIA competition. Um, so that has a lot of carbon fiber, carbon tub. Uh, it has a lot of uh, items that are factory components as well, a little bit of each. Uh, the Trans Am cars that we drive today uh, are basically the the derivative of the 1985 rules, if you will. Okay. So of the current era, if you will. Uh, one and three quarter square tube chromoly, all built around uh, fabricated suspension. Everything's pretty much custom on those cars. So while they may look very similar because of the carbon fiber body to an IMSA car, uh, underneath it's it's uh, quite a bit different. Okay. Now the thing that surprises me is you being kind of a Shelby Ford Mustang guy, and your daughter is named Shelby. Why are you not driving a Ford? (laughs) Well, I got a call from the uh, team owner, Tony Ave, a couple of years ago, and he says, listen, he says, uh, if you want to race this car for me at Lime Rock, um, he says, you better be here in 24 hours so we can do a seat fitting for you. Oh, okay. So that opened the door. I actually won that race in the rain. Uh, my first race back in a few years. And uh, so he's given me the opportunities to be in the car uh, all season long, uh, along with the car owner. So I feel very blessed that they've given me this opportunity, and I've, I've done my best to bring them as many wins, and as many podiums as I can get them, uh, you know, to, to show that, you know, they make a great product, uh, Tony Avi makes a, a fantastic chassis, so he's got quite a number of them in the field. Gotcha. And um, it's 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 great for me. Super. Well, Paul, we're just about up against the clock here again, and uh, why don't you go ahead and plug Classic Tube one more time? Sure. Classic Tube. Uh, you can see us or uh, look at our website, classictube.com. Uh, we offer... Uh, replacement brake fuel transmission lines, either pre-bent to factory specifications or custom to your application. And we sell tools and uh, component parts that you need to plumb your car with. And uh, you, you talk to a real person when you call us. You don't <laughs> you don't get an answering machine. Excellent. Well, so, Paul, I want to I want to. That's great. Paul, I want to thank you very much. I need to get you on the show again so we can talk a little bit more about the restoration industry a little bit because people want to know about that. I want to thank my special guest this evening, Paul Fix from Classic Tube. We talked about race cars. I want to thank my other guests from Splat Bug Removal, Ed Engels and Tracy Rents. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgia Greeting Cars. Be sure and check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Gulfstream Motorsports and Nostalgia Greeting Cars. Don't forget to tune in our radio show every Tuesday night for the most legendary and fascinating names in motorsports between 7 and 8 p.m. I want to see you guys at some of the car shows. Don't forget our super boat and supercar race. No, actually, super boat, supercar car show at the end of the month on the 26th in downtown Clearwater. Hey, guys, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family.
don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.